Welcome back to Kia Says Some Shit Podcast, a place where we're discussing all things in life, according to me. I'm your host, Kia, and I definitely got some shit to say. I want to give a quick disclaimer. Look, I'm not a medical health professional. I'm not here to bully, chastise, or judge. Okay, maybe just judge a little bit. But look, I'm just a woman with a podcast with some shit to say and thought that there are people out there who like to hear, so here you go. Today, I want to talk about the thirst of it all. Because without this one thing, we'd be dead, number one. But we'd be walking around pruned and dirty and parched. If you are sitting there confused or bewildered, I am speaking about water. Water. I'm talking of water. Okay, I'm sorry. According to H.H. Mitchell, Journal of Biological Chemistry, the brain and heart are composed of 73% of water, the lungs, 83% water, the skin, 64% water, muscles and kidneys, about 79% water, and even the bones come in at 31% water. Like each day, humans must consume a certain amount of water to survive, right? All of us need water. Of course, this varies according to age and gender and, of course, to where someone lives. But generally, an adult male needs about 3 liters, which is 3.2 quarts per day, while an adult female needs about, what, 2.2 liters, which is a, roughly 2.3 quarts per day. Unless you're on Amazon and you need a little bit more. All of the water a person needs does not have to come from liquids they drink. Some can come from food containing water. Now, I myself am a lover of water. I love it. I love it. It is my best friend. It's my favorite. I am the person who cannot eat ice cream or gelato without chasing it with a glass of water. Even growing up, I preferred water over other sugary beverages. It just tastes better to me. I mean, but I'm also a, a huge ice eater. Now, don't get me wrong. I am from Maryland and... Baltimore to be exact. And when partaking in like a chicken box, and if you don't know what a chicken box is, it is a four wings and fries, fried hard with salt, pepper, ketchup, hot sauce on everything. And that's one word. Or some chicken gizzards and Western fries from Lexington Market. And of course, with that, you have to have a half and half. It is required to have the entire experience. Now, if you don't know what a half and half is, it's called by some an Arnold Palmer. But to those who know, it is a perfect and equal amounts of lemonade and sweet and iced tea. And yes, it is a whole experience in itself. However, even when buying fast food, I always order water. And if they don't have it, I just simply offer my cup to someone standing there because I'm not drinking that syrupy stuff. I personally don't get people that don't like water. Like, there are so many questions I have and like so many things that go through my mind when they say, I don't like water, I don't drink water. What is disgust? And I'm like, is that why your skin look like that? Is that why your skin look like a bumpy road in the country? Or I, like, I bet your cry smells like a pocket full of wet keys or wet nickels. Like, or maybe that's why your breath smell like it do. Like your breath smell a little, <clears throat> little, little hot. Or does your pee look like Ruby or cold brew? Like, I I hate to go in the restroom after you. It's like, seriously, have you ever been in the restroom after someone with not only a tangy smelling genitalia, but also whose piss smells like antibiotics or acid? Like, it is the most unpleasant, unforgiving, unsettling thing ever. 
And sometimes it's because they are on medication, but other times it's because you don't drink water. You are dehydrated, honey. I go in the restroom and my eyes are burning. Nobody cut onions. You just took a piss. Like, seriously. And, like, how don't you look at an ice-cold glass of water just glistening in the sun with sweat on it? And I think that is some of the sexiest shit you have ever seen in your life. Like, ooh, look at you just looking ready to be consumed. Like, mmm. Like, how? And then there are those that say, like, I don't like the taste because it tastes like nothing. So does some of your cooking. Some of your cooking has no flavor. Some of your cooking tastes beige. See, if you were an actual water drinker, water has taste. Like, depending on the brand, some water tastes sweeter than others, depending on the state or the country you're in. Some some water tastes like minerals. Some tastes like the freshest spring water. Some tastes like it has a hint of chlorine. And like, water definitely has a taste. And it's, and again, it's not like you don't put things in your mouth that don't have no flavor, like skin, breasts, booty cheeks, penis. Like, they don't have a taste if they are clean. If they aren't and taste seasoned and you don't mind because you like a little salt on your meat, that's a whole different discussion. That sounds like high blood pressure, I'm just saying. High blood pressure by way of mouth to skin. And I understand that sometimes you your preference for water may change because of like taste buds. Like we all don't have the same amount of taste buds, etc. And then you could also be on certain types of medication or, under, or undergoing treatment like chemo, which may impact your taste buds as well. Then there are hormonal changes that some women um, experience due to pregnancies and changes of life, which also can, chase, can change the taste preference as well. But... Drinking water does more than just quench your thirst. It's essential to keeping your body functioning properly and feeling healthy. Nearly all of our body's major systems depend on H2O to function and to survive. You'd be surprised about what staying hydrated can do for your body. Like it lubricates your joints. Cartilage found in joints and a disc of the spine contain around what 80% of water. Long-term dehydration can reduce those joint shocking absorbing ability, leading to joint pain. Some of you are worried about your back being jacked up, like somebody put in work, like, oh, he threw it down, or she threw it down. No, you dehydrated. It forms saliva and mucus in your mouth. Saliva helps us digest our food and keeps the mouth, nose, and eyes moist. <laughs> moist. Drinking water also keeps the mouth clean. And if consumed instead of sweetened beverages, it can also reduce in tooth decay. Now, before COVID, you might not be able, you might have been able to take a whiff of your own breath. But thanks to those little wee masks that now we, we all have to wear, you get the full experience of your dragon breath and know why people have been ducking your words. Now, if you are walking around raw dog in the air with your mask off, go like this. Does your mouth feel a taste dry? Because that's a sign that your breath might not be as uh as well received as you think. Like it might be a little strong, it might be a little unruly, it might be a little little uh aggressive. According to everydayhealth.com, if you're not producing enough saliva, it could be because you're not drinking enough water. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Instead of relying on breath mints, just go 
get an extra glass. Brush your teeth, gargle, floss, and go to the dentist. But drink some water. Water also helps deliver oxygen throughout the body via the bloodstream. See, blood is more than 90% water. And blood carries oxygen to different parts of the body. Surprise, surprise. If you didn't know, now you know. And then the skin, listen, the skin. If you don't feel like you need a sip of water anytime soon, your skin might be begging you for diff- for something different. Like it's looking at you like, please, give me some water, sir. Please look at me. I'm dry and ashy, please. Some water. <laughs> See, dry skin is a way to alert you that your body needs to be replenished with water. You ever have someone touch you and make mention to your skin feeling supple and soft and smooth? And you wonder what kind of sandpaper skin ass people are you touching? Because this is just basic skin. This is regular skin. This is hydrated skin. This is how skin's supposed to feel. It's not supposed to feel like a leather purse, like a vintage leather handbag. It's not supposed to feel like that. Now, well, people that are dehydrated, their skin feels like that. With dehydration, the skin can become more vulnerable to skin disorders and premature wrinkling. That's why some of y'all look like y'all had a hard life, looking mighty old in the face. I don't want to toot my own horn, but toot, toot, a toot, a toot. Look, I've been asked over the years how I keep my skin so clear or what is in my skin routine. And it never is consistent. Like my school, my skin regimen is never consistent. I don't wake up and do 10 steps routine to start my day or a 20 step routine to end it. I am a huge consumer of water. That is the constant that is consistent in my life. I know that water hydrates my skin. My skin is the biggest organ on my body and everything I consume comes out through it. So I drink a shit ton of water. That is honestly my secret plus the cleaning habits I have when it comes to like bedding and towels, etc. But exfoliate, clean, moisturize, consume water. Water also cushions the brain, spinal cord and other sensitive tissues. Like everyone hates a headache. Whether it be a person or an actual headache. They, they hate it, right? There are unwelcome disruptions to our day-to-day. To prevent them, you might just want to drink some water. If an annoying throb above your brow sneaks up on you, it would be in your best interest to take a cup of water. Sip. Sip, sip. A headache could just mean that you are thirsty. A headache could also mean that you need to go drop a load, but that's a whole nother story. And dehydration can affect brain structure and function. It's also involved in the production of hormones and neurotransmitters. Prolonged dehydration can lead to problems with thinking and reasoning. Look, maybe you aren't toxic. Maybe you're just dehydrated. No, you're probably toxic. Yeah, you're probably toxic. Sometimes when you're getting fluids, again, after being dehydrated, the body tries to like pull too much water back into the cells, they can cause some cells to swell and rupture. The consequences are especially grave when brain cells are affected and causes things like cerebral edema, which is an excess accumulation of fluid in the intracellular or extracellular space of the brain. This typical cause, this well, this typically, sorry, causes impaired nerve function, increased pressure within the skull, 
and can eventually lead to direct compression of brain tissue and blood vessels. Water also regulates the body temperature. Water that's stored in the middle layers of the skin comes to the surface when you sweat. Did you know that? I didn't either, but I, you know, I found that out. <laughs> and as it evaporates, it cools the body down. If you don't drink enough fluids when you're exercising vigorously and perspiring heavily, that's either in the field or in the bed, you may end up with a heat injury, ranging in severity from mild heat cramps to heat exhaustion or potential life-threatening heat stroke. So those Charlie horses some of you have been getting that's thrown off your stroke game, go drink you some water or some pickle juice. Go get the, you need some water. You probably need some electrolytes or something. Like, come in here ready and prepared. You might need to stretch or some, but do it. Do what you need to do. Water also aids in the digestive system. The bowel needs water to work properly. Dehydration can lead to digestive problems like constipation and an overly acidic stomach. This is increases the risk of heartburn and stomach ulcers. I just like want to ask for those that don't like to drink water. When you lay around, can you hear the reflux bubbling in the back of your throat? You ever wonder why you are walking around full of shit? It simply could be because you're dehydrated. Like that could really be the reason. Dehydration can also result in hard or lumpy stool and constipation. Water keeps waste moving by softening or loosening hard stool. Water also helps the body to recover from digestive problems such as diarrhea and indigestion. Like this might be overly sharing, but that's what we do here, right? Clearly. Like I notice that when I go abroad, like across the pond or even across the bridge for longer periods of time or any period of time, and out of my normal element, I tend to suffer like an amateur when it comes to water consumption, leading to what? Constipation. And it didn't dawn on me until sometime this summer. See, I have some friends that I visited and we had a blast. We always have a blast every time I'm there. But there's usually a problem that occurs that made sense after mentally revisiting my experiences abroad. And I realized after maybe the second time of visiting them. Look, in partaking and enjoying great conversations and banter and food and drinks and laughs, my consumption of water was pretty low, like actual water. Now, I was drinking coffee, but it was spiked with Baileys or some other creamy, delicious liqueur or some fruit-based blended mixed drink. And as delicious as they were, they were not really hydrating me. As a matter of fact, caffeinated beverages are a natural diuretic, and so is alcohol. But alcohol can also help in dehydrating you. Now, the problem was I was constipated. Overshare, I'm sorry. I was backed up like the freeway in California. I was backed up like a family of beavers built a dam and was having a pool party in my intestines. And initially, I didn't get it because I'm like, but I'm drinking. Like, I'm I'm drinking. I mean, it's clear I'm drinking because I have to urinate. And, but it was like, you know, when you've been drinking and you break that seal, like that, that thing that everyone says, oh, I broke the seal. And now you are uh, every 15 minutes running to the laboratory to, to go empty your, your uh, alcohol-filled bladder. So I'm like, I know I'm drinking. But the fact was... I wasn't drinking or consuming hydrating liquids. My body or rather my, dig- my digestive tract was like, bitch, I'm chilling. Like, I'll wait for you to give me something I can actually utilize. Like, I'll wait for you to decide that we are in this together. Like, this is our fight, not just mine. Like, I'll wait, I'll wait. And it was literally waiting for what it needed to work properly. And it wasn't getting it 
until I remember that I wasn't drinking water. And then I was like, let me deep throat these two bottles. And then that thing started moving. So I can attest that water lubes up the digestive tract like a like dish detergent on a slip and slide, okay? And it also flushes body waste. Again, it moves things. What is needed in the process of sweating and removal of fecal matter and urine? You, look, your urine can reveal a whole lot about you. Like I said, y'all are here pissing and it's and it's the color of uh root beer and it smells like all types of medication and tangy tartness. Your urine will show if you're drinking enough water. For the average person, drinking enough water or other healthy fluids to quench the thirst will keep your urine light yellow or colorless. That's a color supposed to be. It's not supposed to look like Coca-Cola. Okay? When your urine is dark yellow... This indicates that you are dehydrated. You should be making about, what, 1.5 liters of urine a day, which is about six cups. A healthy person will urinate anywhere from four to ten times in a day. The average amount, however, is usually between, like, no more than six to seven in 24-hour periods. Water helps the kidneys to filter toxins and waste while the organ itself retains essential nutrients and electrolytes. When the body is dehydrated, the kidneys retain fluid, causing kidney damage, like, Kidney stones, which actually is the leading cause of them, is the lack of water. You also have UTIs, which so happen to be what the second most common type of infection in the body. And guess what is caused by bacteria overgrowing in the body's defense in the urinary tract. They can affect the kidney, bladder, and the tubes that run between them. It can cause a kidney infection. Recurrent or long-lasting kidney infection can cause permanent damage, or can be life-threatening, particularly if the bacteria enters the bloodstream and becomes septic. The chronic kidney disease, which can lead to kidney failure, is another risk of being dehydrated. The organ barely works now, or it stops working, and either you have to be or receive dialysis or a kidney transplant. Now, if you have been diagnosed with kidney failure, less water is more. People that have kidney failure don't excrete enough water, if any at all. For those who are receiving dialysis dialysis treatment, water must actually be greatly restricted. If you think you're suffering from a a UTI, like your piss is a color of skim milk, if it hurts to urinate, if it feels like something is stabbing you in your bladder, or it feels like someone is wringing it out when you try to urinate, it's like one drop that comes out, go to the doctor. Talk to your general practitioner or specialist or someone at urgent care. You need to talk to somebody because take care of that, honey. Take care of that. Now, water also helps maintain blood pressure. Did you know that? Like a lack of water can cause blood to become thick. It increases blood pressure. Dehydration can cause low blood volume shock also, which occurs when your blood, your low blood volume causes a drop in blood pressure and a drop in the amount of oxygen in your body. This drop can be, once again, life-threatening. You see how water is the fluid of life. Water can also help in airways. When dehydrated, the airways are restricted 
by the body in an effort to minimize water loss. This can make asthma and allergy worse. Now, during this whole COVID thing, I definitely did a lot of lungs, was it lung steaming? Lung steam is where you in, you uh, breathe in um, water vapors, right? And it helps with uh, releasing mucus in your nose and your throat and your chest. It also like helps alleviate anything in your lungs. Um, and I was doing it to pretty much strengthen my lungs because COVID. I mean, I didn't have it, but I also didn't want to get it. If you've never heard of lung therapy or uh, steaming your lungs, Google it. It is easily defined. There's a lot of, of research done on it. There's a lot of people who attest to it. And look, I mean, we also all want to be summertime fine or all year fine or, you know, living our best life. And water may also help with weight loss. If it is consumed instead of sweetened juices and sodas and things of that nature, you you know, like those empty calories. Preloading with water before meals can help prevent overeating by creating a sense of fullness. Sometimes you're not even hungry, you're just thirsty. And I say, why not drink a cup of water and give yourself at least like 30 minutes to let that shit percolate in your stomach before trying to consume anything? Because you're probably just consuming something out of boredom. But it is known to curb unnecessary snacking. It reduces the chance of hangovers. Like when partying... Unsweetened soda water with ice and lemon alternated with alcohol drinks can help prevent an overconsumption of alcohol. Like we all want to have fun, but recovery at 30 is a far cry from the recovery at 22. So drink responsibly. Every day you lose water through your breath, through perspiration, urine, bowel movements, which is why it is so important to continue to take in water throughout the day for your body to function at its best. You must replenish its water supply with beverages and food that contain water. Now, consuming eight glasses of water is a great idea, right? But it's not set in stone. It's a general recommendation based on the fact that we continuously lose water. And that we need adequate water intake to survive and optimal amounts to thrive. For people that don't love drinking water, try some infused water. Like try to infuse your water with things like berries and mint or cucumbers, lemon, lime, ginger, jalapeno to help make it more enticing and flavorful. You can call it spa water or whatever you want just to make it make yourself feel fancy. We all like a fancy a beverage. You can also try to consume more fruits and vegetables that are high in water content, like melons or tomatoes, cucumbers, cabbage, celery, or strawberries. Like That way, since you don't want to drink it, you could at least eat it or drink it dressed up. Like Tea is like a hug of flavored water. Plus, it's packed with phytochemicals and antioxidants. Make sure it's decaf, though, because caffeine can have dehydrating effects. Now, I have a friend with a black-owned tea company named HotToddyHerbal.com. Not only do they offer amazing blends, but they also have tea cocktail recipes. The blends are amazing. I Look, <laughs> I think the Rudy Huckleberry is my favorite. 
Now, there has been some debate over whether or not sparkling water is just as good for you as regular water. Some experts agree, but I say, look, just as, as long as you can stay hydrated. Even though it's not sweet, soda waters are a nice way to switch it up from simply just drinking still water all day. And my favorite comes from a place where people wear red and, and khaki as their uniforms and can be and it can be spotted like miles away due to this huge red bullseye that is their signature. You could also drink soup. Soup has been recommended as an alternative way to increase water consumption. And it's perfect for a cold and rainy day. Like literally the first thing you are told by a doctor or by your parents when growing up and getting sick is to stay hydrated. A cup of honey lemon tea and several bowls of broth through soup always did the trick. Then there's also coconut water, which is like nature's gift to the humans when it comes to hydration. Like I used to take this Bikram yoga class in Manhattan and the yoga teacher always suggested it as a way to stay hydrated. She said it was like an IV in a box. It's literally a required taste, but to me it tastes amazing. Like it's delicious and it's so hydrating. It's loaded with potassium and electrolytes. Just be sure you're drinking pure coconut water though and not when it contains extra sugar. The best comes from a young coconut. Like crack it open. If you can't crack it open, find somebody that is from an island. And I'm sure they got machete somewhere that they can crack it open for you. Because it's delicious. And then you can eat the jelly on the inside as a meal. Like drinking enough water throughout the day can definitely be a challenge. Especially if you're someone that doesn't like water in the first place. But it is important to at least be making an effort to stay hydrated. Even if it means trying a few little tricks. Get it in you however you can. Your body will thank you for it. And believe me, the people using the restroom after you will thank you for it as well. Now that is all for me here. Thank you for listening. Every Wednesday, you can find me at Kids at Some Shit on Instagram where you can Leave a question, comments, concerns. Or if you have a topic you'd like me to discuss on an upcoming episode, drop it in a DM. See you guys next week. Bye.